Welcome to the old bastard martini lunch. This is a show about advertising and design creatives with an audience of one, me. I'm Peter Morse. This is my show. Here's how the show works. I uh, like to get lunch with a creative professional, uh, have a few drinks, and then uh, record the whole thing to share with you. Uh, welcome to part two of my conversation with Bennett Holsworth. Bennett, uh, if you don't know, is an art director at Firespring, and he's kind of a creative entrepreneur because he's always looking for new ways to, uh, I'd say, make money, but it, it's it's more than that because he likes to engage with other local designers as well. Um, and this show is kind of a big deal because uh, <laughs> Bennett tells us the story of his brush with the law. It's, it's an exclusive here. That's true. It's true. The soft-spoken, straight and narrow fellow has a blemish on his record, uh, and he revealed it to Ryan and me, uh, and now you by proxy, I guess. So join us at our booth at the back as we share our drinks and our stories. All right, round two, uh, refills on, we've got gin and tonics. We went gin and tonics. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, shortcutting we, this we, one so we, we can get to the, I don't want to. We took this old school. This is we, actually really good for gin and tonics. It is. Moving <laughs> That's so. all we need to say about that. <laughs> Let's see, Holt always does this, even though I'm pretty sure I say in the beginning of the show, it's just a conversation between me and you guys, so I already know this, but well, you feel do. free to, you well, know, if still, anyone happens to be hey, listening to we this. Got five star That's right. <laughs> five we star. got listeners. We, we got all five, all five people. Explain this to all five people that are listening to this. Yeah, it was a, it was a crowdfunded, designer-focused t-shirt site so basically kind of a kickstarter thing kind of like yeah that kind of model where if we got 10 pre-orders then it would go to print and um, depending on how many sold the the designer would get a, a portion of those sales and um, so you know it was another there was a developer uh, young you know, whippersnapper, super smart programmer, <laughs> T- Timothy. Um, <clears throat> and he was, he was kind of always fun to talk to, and he had a deep appreciation for design. And we were talking about, you know, I was like, hey, is there a way I could kind of implement, you know, that there was a, to back up even further, there was a, there's another t shirt designer focused site out there. And it just seemed like the shirts were super expensive. And the designers didn't get make anything until it was like twenty five, right? And I just felt like, man, that's just too bad. And I think, I think they were using uh, American Apparel, so the blanks were super expensive. And I don't think they were ripping people off. It's just hard to make money doing that, right? So I thought, you know, if we if we can get the cost down, maybe stick to one, you know, black and white shirts. That was kind of the concept. Is mm-hmm. like keep it super simple. The printer doesn't have to mess with uh, mixing inks. It's always one color. We know the price. We're going to go with next level blanks, which are, you know, kind of feel like American Apparel. Nice, nice uh, t-shirt blanks. But anyway, so I, 
I think I'd went to a Johnny Cupcakes talk at the How Conference. I'm like gonna become a millionaire by design, yeah, yeah, designing T-shirts. Do it. And uh, um, I went to Johnny Cupcakes. It was a good talk. It was inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It came out and started something. Started <laughs> yeah. a whole new venture. Well, I started Happy Bandit from that, and yeah. then I was trying to figure out a way how to print Happy Bandit shirts like that. Um, and and then talking with Timothy, and I'm like, he's like, oh, there's a WordPress plugin for that. And he goes back and looks at it. He's like, no, that's more just like straight up kind of Kickstarter. There's no like plugin where it gets to 10 and then it gets funded and right. it goes. So right. he had to build it with like implementing Stripe. And we had like this deadline, and it was kind of cool. We'd meet like once a, you know, we'd come into Firespring at like ten o'clock at night or nine o'clock and work for a few hours for once or twice a week. Right. It was it was a really cool exercise where I'd be designing on one computer and he'd be over on his laptop churning out code and it was exciting. And uh yeah, so we just what I Sorry, I keep bouncing around, but that's all right. We're all over the place. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. He, How much he, have you been drinking? Because yeah. you're really like, I'm it's not sugar. tracking with you over here, <laughs> yeah. man. Sugar's real. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah so uh, once we figured out that he would have to write a, you know, kind of custom code to make this all work, and we just like, well, let's make it something bigger than just my own T-shirt site, and let's do like invite designers. You know, like I have a ton of design connections. And he could handle, you know, the programming and some of the business side of it. And, yeah, so we just kind of contacted as many people that, you know, people we were fans of and old friends. And uh, that was probably the hardest part was, you know, there was a lot of money. Right. Um, I got a lot of money for the designer in the end and just trying to get people to submit outside of Ryan. <laughs> so... I mean, I had so much shit built up. Like, like, Ryan, enough. Here. Enough. We get it. We get it. Yeah. yeah I mean, well. you were like, I mean, what, what was the demand? Like, two a month? I'm just like, Shh, here. <laughs> yeah. So where do you feel it's like... Therapy. Yeah. It's therapy. Well, where do you Where do you feel like it was a success and, yeah, coming back to that, where do you feel like yeah. it fell short? Like, what's Sorry. kept you from kind of continuing that then? Well, it, it was a success in that we launched it. It worked. Um, we got you know there's products in people's drawers right you know yeah I wore it over I wore my shirt over Thanksgiving so. yeah I got some designs printed and got people thinking and doing work so you know to, to launch a successful product and do it for well, if we did it for a year um, I consider that a success and that was kind of the goal but I think uh, Timothy and I just kind of ended up having different goals in it Right. And I was, you know, I was kind of getting a little burnt out, but I, I'm not really good at letting things go. Right. And, you know, he was just like, I'm going to go take a year off and travel the country, and that's not going to really work. And he's like, I kind of built, I kind of threw the site together, so it's not something I really hand off to somebody. It's, if we get any further, I just have to rebuild the whole thing. And it's like, let's just... Let's just call it. Oh, and I that was like, sucks. I was like, ah, oh, it's probably the right thing to do. It's right. a little hard for me. Yeah. You know, I probably would have come to that realization like a few months later. But uh, he kind of forced the decision. It's like, okay, well, 
That was fun. I like your optimism in that because I tend to look at my career and, and things I've done and I'm like, well, that was a failure, that was a failure, that was a failure, that was a failure. We're, we're talking about this and I like your perspective, which is we launched a product and we sold several of these. Like that's, you know, that's a win, you know. So I yeah. like that optimism and it kept you in contact with obviously people you like in the community or pop, people you're familiar with in the community yeah. and does that elevate your name or at least keep it um you're the bennett brand does that <laughs> kind of keep that like uh elevated at that point is that is that kind of your what you're thinking so it's not like you're going to be making a million dollars but you're still your name is still up there i think back when i did the blog i was a lot more worried about keeping my name up there and right stuff like that and um what uh, what is your goal then? What do you want to do? Like let, let's. Talk. I mean, with the family, you're like, I want to make some money off of this, and like, you know, like, like I just want to be able to take care of my family and yeah. have time to spend with my family. And that kind of lay, weighs into that idea of can you build something that's sustainable that makes you money with less effort? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I've never the answer to that question, in my honest opinion, is no. Well, you haven't however, figured it out yet. You haven't, yeah. However, some people seem to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I can't remember which which one of the shows I was listening to, but I had that, you know, kind of the same thing where I've I've just keep doing these different things. It's like, oh, I, yeah, I did gig posters for a couple of years, and I did the right. blog for a few years, and I did the book book club before that, and and then I did the t-shirts, and like, man, if I just would have focused on one thing, but that's just. Yeah, it's not how a lot of us work. It's like we get bored. That level of discipline to keep doing that same thing. It, it's we difficult. We get caught by ideas. And we're like, so what about uh, the card to art? How's... That's the other oh, one I could. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Was cool. for, for Ryan, help Ryan understand what this card to art project is. Because yeah, well, I know what it is. Yeah, because I wasn't invited to that one. So I don't know what card to well, art is. I remember I got that call from you and I was, I don't remember kind of coming in or, in or out of uh, uh, the Starlight Lounge because I couldn't get reception down there, which is why it's great kind of black hole. You don't right. get cell coverage there. But, it is like a black hole. Like yeah. you walk in that place and you're like, Oh, I just went to another decade. Yeah, yeah I love I mean, it. But it's in the 50s and they have no Wi-Fi. It's like, fantastic. Yeah. So I remember getting that call. I had to walk out of there. It's fucking freezing outside. So I'm talking you to you on the, the phone, freezing. My teeth are chattering. You're like, hey, I got this idea. So I'll let you kind of uh, take it from there. You? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Let's see. So, <laughs> wait, there was a phone? <laughs> but... You didn't text me. I couldn't take texts back oh, then. Oh, yeah, I so. didn't. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, you, you said I'm, I'm pretty low tech. <laughs> yeah, I think, man, by the time... I bet you card to art will be finally gone. Like, I finally let that URL go. Really? Yeah, I was just like, yeah. I'm never... I still have a ton of inventory. If, well, then why <laughs> let like, it go? Yeah, hey, want something fancy. Hand it over to him. He yeah. ain't got anything else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bin of cards. Okay, so card to art. Let's see, uh... <laughs> Before we started loading this on people. <laughs> card to Art was my other million dollar idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, By the way, cardtoart.com, it's available, a million dollars if you're... <laughs> got a couple tubs of inventory. There so. you go, there you go, back it up, yeah. Peter Morris Originals. Yeah, hey, I, I, I will give you a, a pat on the back here, you know, because... That was one of my other uh, gold AIGAs, was being involved with that, so AIGA awards, so yeah. Thank you, sir. 
Yeah. <laughs> got and a I pet. Felt like, that's funny because I felt like I entered other people's work and got a goal. You know, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you love that. Yeah. I I did, I did the format and the color scheme. So yeah, it was a letterpress. You know, we we printed on uh, art paper, and uh, it it's kind of hard to describe, but it's. Uh, Basically has an insert on the inside flap, and then you flip it over, and it's like beveled, matted work of art, a five by seven. You know, fits perfectly in a five by seven frame and an envelope. And it's I. Got a mat on it and everything. Yeah, it's all you know. You, and it's the the part you remove is the part you write your message on. Um, and they were limited edition, you know, like 100, 200. Um, so I, yeah, and I had. Niffler and Nicole Gustafson and all kinds of people. You know, we did two series. Two uh -huh. people we've lost mm -hmm. in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> all the good ones. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Reinhold and I thank you for that. So, <laughs> I always I always thought that was like a really great idea. And and what was it about that that kept you from continuing that? It, it was just real. I mean... Within the fold, it was like, at least we had some sales, but like, right. like it was really hard to get people to buy cards. Which, like, uh, that whole thing is, is, to me, is just astonishing that, because I've got a shit ton of t-shirts, right? And I can wear a t-shirt every day of the week. And so, you know, it's fun to have my own stuff on there or whatever, but I got a lot of t-shirts, right? Yeah. Um, but it's not like, I thought that was pretty unique and especially to be letter pressed and Again, like the quality of maybe at the time, maybe if it was like Niffler now or Nicole now or something, like maybe. Peter now? No, no. <laughs> there's still, there's no value to my name at this point. But I mean, for those folks, you know, maybe it was just a matter of timing. I mean, now it becomes, I don't know, it's tough because you still have to kind of seek out those people that are hungry yeah, and want like to do that. Get, if you could get now like an affordable doe eyed. Like, I got a tub of their work in right? bring you, it back. You might throw that shit on Etsy. <laughs> I think that's probably just another victim of the can you keep doing it? You know? Yeah, like maybe three years later it would have really caught on. Well, and, and part of it. Put it in the right, and, and it's like how much do you want to sweat over this thing? How much time do you want to put into this thing before it, it breaks or it doesn't you know yeah. it's tough to it's tough to say I don't know okay let's uh, let's get an exclusive to this uh, this show what was uh, the craziest thing you've ever done since Bennett's just this goody two-shoes I mean my misdemeanor yeah I don't know oh, you got a misdemeanor <laughs> let's hear yeah the statue of limitations something that works here I don't know I mean I keep putting it on job applications. I'm like, this is like 25, you know, 20 years ago. I don't think I need to put a misdemeanor on it. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now you piqued my interest, so. Oh, man. This yeah. is going to be so lame. I don't even have a misdemeanor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy. Yeah, I usually, usually say, you know, I don't think I've ever told, you know, never, never, never told this publicly. Does your wife know this? Oh, yeah. Okay. It really. This, we were you dating, bonded over this? We were or? dating at the time. Her, oh, okay. My parents were super annoyed, and her parents <laughs> thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I was in cross country in, in, uh, in college, and um, I don't know if the coach said something to me or made me run extra that day. I was mad, and my roommate had paintball guns. 
And so we drove by in his bright yellow Toyota. Um, that's what it was. Pickup. We drove by the coach's Something house. Something inconspicuous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, shot a couple of rounds of, of paintball at his house. And made the dumb mistake of turning back around and shooting it again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Drive-by is not like a return or yeah. something. Yeah. It's drive-by. Not, yeah. <laughs> not of course, he didn't know my roommates. He probably didn't know my car either. So he called the cops. And um, we didn't, you know, we were, we were still good. We were probably shooting signs all over town. We were in college, stupid things. You know, I didn't drink in college, so I had to be ornery. You got no excuse then. Yeah. um, (laughs) So we're driving along, and all of a sudden, woo, you know, the chariot, and it was Seward cops. And this is like the most exciting thing they had for the night. (laughs) And they were were just like super, oh man, don't you talk to each other. Don't touch anything. Put, I mean, they had us put our hands on the hood. Right, right. (laughs) Gave us a court date, and, uh, Yeah, and then, yeah, they were super intimidating. Were you scared? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had my hands on the hood of a car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then they said, we better not find any more of these around town. (laughs) (laughs) So we spent, like, the next two hours trying to remember everything we'd shot. (laughs) It was cold and pink towel. I could still see those pink towels with all that paintball paint. (laughs) We were like... Then we thought, we thought for some reason, like, somehow thought that Seward had a night court or something. We thought it said, like, se- 9 o'clock at night or something. <laughs> of course, Seward's not courthouse. Right, right, right. It's not New York. <laughs> so we got a call. We're, like, sleeping in one day, and they're like, you better get in here. You're in contempt of court. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so you didn't check the AM, PM situation. <laughs> well, one, on of, one of the tickets said AM, and the other one was accidentally marked PM or something. <laughs> Oh, they were mad. Um, criminal mischief, that's what it was. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know if that's... Oh, yeah, so I showed up at the last little bit. I was, I was sewered, so I thought I was good for my parents. And the county attorney or something was from York. He knows my parents. I was like, oh, got to call my parents. <laughs> Better tell them myself. You can laugh at it now. Oh, yeah. I think my roommate, my roommate got a bigger fine because the, the judge asked me... Like, did you go clean it up? But, you know, because they only knew about the house. Right. Like, so I went and cleaned up my coach's house by myself. Right. But we cleaned up the rest of the town together. And my roommate was like, no. So he got like a $50 more fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you didn't really need to help me. It's like two paintballs. <laughs> hey, it's the, it's the thought that counts there. Yeah, it's intent. It's intent. That's what that is. It mattered to the judge. That's right. It was it exclusive? Man. Yeah. Thanks for coming by, man. It's been a problem. Yeah, you want to do it again sometime? Yeah. Yeah. Bring the grenadine. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, man. Anytime. <laughs> Maybe next bowl, Next time have some Red Bull. No, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Thanks again, Bennett. This one caught me off guard. Not sure I would have uh, believed it if I didn't hear it myself. So, great story. Uh, If you want to know more about Bennett, follow him on Twitter at DesignerBennett or visit his website, BennettHolsworth.com. Thanks for listening to this show. If you liked it, please subscribe on iTunes. Um, I've got a lot more guests lined up, and I don't want you to miss out on them. 
you can also rate and review the show. That would be appreciated. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at Bastard Martini or visit the website. It's oldbastardmartinilunch.com. So until the next time, have another martini. I know I will.